Family. It looks a little different for everyone. For some, it's mom and dad. For others, roommates who feel like family. And for others, it's your significant other, their golfing buddies, your children, a high school soccer team starting lineup, and oh look, they're all taking you up on the offer to stay for dinner. Really testing the limits of that phrase, the more the merrier. But no matter where you call home, GEICO makes it easy to bundle and save on home and car insurance. Easier than making three frozen pizzas and assorted frozen veggies into a cohesive meal. Are you ready? Let's make some noise, come on! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Broad Street Line. I am Roy Burton alongside me, as always, my tag team partner, a very excited man today, the number one contender for the Colorado State head coaching job, one Chris Domingo. Mr. Domingo, how are you doing this fine as always during the pandemic, air quote, Saturday morning, sir? I love these pre-production meetings. They get me fired up. And we didn't even discuss the Sixer because no. that would be actually something that makes me genuinely upset. Because remember when everyone said, oh, the vibes are immaculate or whatever <laughs> That's right. stupid online saying of the week. The vibes are not immaculate. They're unimmaculate right now. Vibes not immaculate with the local basketball team kind of in a mess since uh, Joel Embiid came back uh, from COVID-19. <laughs> not because of Joel Embiid, but again, it's kind of one of those things where the chemistry isn't quite there. The vibes are not there. Vibes also not there for the local football team. I will apologize to everyone listening. I said this team was going to win out until the bye. I did not think they would lay the complete egg of eggs uh, this past Sunday against the New York Giants, but they did. So we'll talk about that as well. Um, and we have to talk about Chris Domingo's favorite sport, baseball, in the midst <laughs> of a lockout. Because, again, once you have a player do extraordinary things like Shohei Otani, something we've never seen before in the history of life, the thing you want to do is kill that momentum as soon as you possibly can. That's exactly what MLB did uh, earlier this week. So we'll talk about that in a bunch of See, other See, I thought you meant my favorite sport, college football. Because oh, there was something I actually yes. have done, like, I don't know, in a long time. You see the tab on, like, sports sites? You know where mm -hmm. it says, like, college football? I clicked on it because, like, because, because, the, because the T was too good to Honestly. be spilled by, by all I, I had no idea. Like I don't know that, that, that coaches were still getting bags. Coaches that never won anything are getting bags. All right, give me thirty seconds. Let me just do our intros, and then we're going to get back to that because I really want to talk about this. So again, the Broad Street Line one hundred six point five FM WPPM LP Philadelphia. Again, you can catch us every Saturday at ten AM. If you're in the city, if you're not in the city, download us wherever you get your podcasts: Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio. TuneIn Radio, Google Play, YouTube Music, Spotify, or you can do a search for the TuneIn app or TuneIn.com. Search for the Philly Cam Station and listen to us live again every Saturday at 10 a.m. You can also follow us on the Twitter machine. He is at SKD215. I am at the BS line. I want to talk about this college thing, so let's talk about this because, again, this is a, this was, it was a really wild week and a half. Again, we I guess in the last show we that we, you and I recorded was, I think, nine days ago because we kind of went early for Thanksgiving. So a lot of coaches got a lot of bags over those past We're not even talking days. about the games. We're not even no. talking about Michigan. Like, there was exercising – like, you know that monkey that was on Steve Young's back? That monkey was on – the monkey that was on Jim Harbaugh's back yep. was steroids 
was, was that monkey on like that Canseco juice, that Maguire? Like, I like I don't think there's been a bigger monkey on for verbal monkey on someone's back than, than Jim Harbaugh. Like, I, I mean, like he has gotten dumped, and somehow they won. So Jim Harbaugh was brought in to be basically beat Ohio State. That's really your job as, as a Michigan coach. Beat Ohio State. I mean, be good. Be in the playoff mix. Be in the hunt for a national championship. But more than anything, beat Ohio State. And the first five times that Jim Harbaugh tried to beat Ohio State, he did not beat Ohio State. But this past weekend, in the snow, he beat Ohio State. So Jim Harbaugh is now 1-5 and five, um, against Ohio State. And now Jim Harbaugh is the king of the world. Um, but again, like as Chris mentioned, beating Ohio State at Michigan, again, wasn't the biggest story of the week because people got bags all over the place this past week. Um, I think it started with Mel Tucker, Michigan State, because again, if you're in Michigan State, and again, if you're if you're in Michigan State and you make Michigan State relevant on the national level, then you get a bag. So Mel Tucker got a bag. I think it was like 99 and like 95 or some crazy amount of money. And then the super bags came out. The big bags came out. The big schools came out, came out for gun for for uh for for firing. Because first, Lincoln Riley, who was who was the who was the Oklahoma head coach, who was linked to the LSU job, who defiantly said, I ain't going to LSU like 24 well, hours right. later. Yeah, he was 24, right. hours, yeah. 24 hours later, my man took the Uber bag, went out west to USC, got his house paid, got his excuse me, got his houses in Oklahoma paid <laughs> off, got got a got a grip of money, and it was so quick that he still had on his Oklahoma sneakers when he took the USC promo photos when he got to USC. So <laughs> Lincoln Riley leaves Oklahoma for a big bag for USC. Well, let's let's stop there because I keep thinking about this for a second. And I'm like, USC is not the USC that you and I grew up with, right? Because you and I, you know, when you and I think of USC, well, I mean, we could go back to the Keyshawn days. But I'm talking about the, the Matt Liner, the Reggie Bush era, the Lendale White. Like, that, that, that USC was, like, crazy. USC ain't that no more, but it's still USC. So I guess my question to you is, is USC. But does that matter, no, does that matter to a 16-year-old kid? I don't think it does. I don't think it does. I think what matters to you as to a 16 year old kid is I can play for a big, big damn school in California in yeah. the Pac 12. Period. I think that's what matters to California kids. Not even, not even just from California, but I think that's what matters to kids. So I keep going back and forth whether I, I think it's a better job. I don't I'm like the not, pa- I think <laughs> No, I think that I feel that from just my reading about this, because I'm a very novice about college football at this point. I it, it all comes back to can can you like can you get that one on your resume? And mm-hmm. I mean national championship. Right. I feel that at Oklahoma, considering they were going, they were on the move to SEC to, to the SEC. You are always going to face juggernauts. You're always going to face Bama. You're always going to face Georgia. You're always you're always going to run through a gauntlet. LSU, right? And like, Florida, yeah. And like, and, and then I feel the the Pac-12. There's less of a gauntlet. You have that that California aura that that's undefeated. I, I mean, like, like the Lakers sucked for a long time, but like, I don't know. But once you get sort of good, you still you have that California stuff to fall back on. Now, like, right. it all comes back to is your program relevant? And I mean, no offense to Clay Helton. But they have to hire Clay Helton. Right. Like, I mean, like, like that's how low. Like, and 
I mean, they went through some some downtime with like the Sarkeesian thing. Like, I don't know. After Pete Carroll, they they ran into like I don't know, like this bad rec- like I think it really comes back to is your and the Lane Kiffin stuff. I, I mean right, like right. if if that that's why that's why these boosters and these alumni feel that the no amount of money is it is enough to get a a coach, a, mm-hmm. whether it's a, like, and, and more importantly, a name coach. Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, Lincoln Raleigh is a name. Like, mm-hmm. I, like, and like, because names recruit. Like, I, I don't know. You can point and 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 Oklahoma has a background of being a very good program. Yep. More importantly, putting NFL players because I think yep. I, that's a big thing. Because with with USC, what NFL players do they put out? It's been a while. Yeah. So, but, but I I mean, you like, like Lincoln Riley can point to a bunch of players like CD lamb, Jalen hurts. Sorry. I'm kidding. Uh, (laughs) No, but I I, I mean, but I think that combination, like people are saying, Oh, is he a California guy? You can become a California guy. I I mean, it's not like, I mean, like if if you go five and oh, your first season, you're a California guy. And it don't matter if you're from, from Kansas, Oklahoma, or, or Manhattan Beach. So I think I and it it all comes back to talent. I, I mean like you mm-hmm. gotta you gotta own your region. You got and, and that's a hotbed. And 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 one like you still have those those south or southwestern roots, but you right. need to kill your that talent because there's I mean other than other than Texas and Florida, how many where else do do you find players on the West Coast? Exactly. California. No, and, and and again, Lincoln Riley again has been recruiting from all across the country for years. Because again, like you don't become good at at Oklahoma just by recruiting Oklahoma and Texas. I mean, you can, but I mean, like Lincoln Riley has kind of expanded beyond that. But again, when Lincoln Riley walks in the door, you know, for any recruit, a man probably has two pictures in his pocket. He's like, "Yo, it's Baker Mayfield, it's Kyler Murray, that's me." All right, yeah, that's it. Like that, that, that stops the game. When you have two number one draft picks, when you're the quarterback, you, mistaken, whisperer, you, you said three, you should have said three, right? Three should have said three, should have said three. But, but, but when you have those guys, like, again, like you got two number one overall draft picks and you'd like, yo, that's me. I'm the quarterback whisperer. You can recruit anywhere. It don't matter. Lincoln Riley could have went to, I don't even know, like pick, pick the bottom, a bottom school in, in the Pac-12. He'd have been fine there. So you go to California. And doesn't it start with that quarterback? Like 100%. don't all these like like programs when they get a new coach they're like yo yo we've had like I don't even know who USC's quarterbacks are have been I don't and, yeah. and one like isn't that like isn't that one of the main reasons you bring in Lincoln <laughs> Riley is to bring his offense in and for him to recruit that offense yeah. like to show that offense to all the top prospects and say yo look at Kyler look at Baker. Look at California, and like I don't know that. Sh- like and look at our our record this year. I, like yeah. it, it real like and and these programs they take a couple of years to build. I, I mean, yeah. and I don't know. Like I'm not I'm not Joe Shad, so I don't know. Like I don't know who. The, <laughs> like I, I don't know what the pipeline is, but I don't think USC's been getting all the elite talent. I mean, they're not even the best program in the Pac-12. UCLA put up sixty on them a couple of weeks ago. So clearly, there's something something's missing there at, at USC. Well, you're getting beat by by Charles. Charles, that's Charles the Kelly. problem. 
Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so USC again. They they already they already have a five star recruit like already there. Jackson Dart, who has an incredible quarterback name. Um, so I'm sure with Lincoln Riley, he's going to be a bomb player. And then, you know, good players beget good players. So he's going to be fine in USC. Then maybe I don't even know. It was like a day later, maybe 12 hours later, the news came down that Brian Kelly is leaving Notre Dame for LSU. So again, I will ask you the question because I wasn't sure at first. I think I know the answer. LSU is a better, is a, even when you're dealing with the SEC, LSU is a better situation than Notre Dame, right? I think we said it, like, Brian Kelly just wants one on that resume. He mm-hmm. was never getting that one in Notre Dame. Like, and, and one, I think he did a hell of a job at Notre Dame. Like, yeah. I don't think any, like, they, they were more, like, in the mix for national championships than I ever thought they were. And they were consistently very good. And I don't think anyone can dispute. He's a hell of a recruiter. I mean, like, yeah. like Notre Dame is back to, I, I mean, back to, like, I don't know, in their 90s days where they were pumping out, like, NFL players. Because that's what it comes down to. Like, you just go to profootballreference.com and you go into, like, I don't know, little Ricky's house and say, Ricky, pull up <laughs> your iPad and say, look at all the players that went to Notre Dame. Yep. Like and one, like you LSU should recruit itself. I, I mean, like SEC. I mean, Death Valley. I mean, like that. Yeah. Like I, I just think you're just. I just think you're looking for a less ornery Ed Orgeron because Ed Orgeron won a national championship there. Right. And like, and don't give me the oh, is he an LSU guy? Ed Orgeron was, was, was a LSU guy. I mean, like he probably was born there. Yeah. And he got blown out. Like, right. I, I mean, it all comes back to winning and recruiting. Can you do that? Like, I mean, look at Saban. I mean, like, mm-hmm. like but I ask, are any of these dudes good enough to slay the dude? Because, like, <laughs> it, like because, no, I, I mean, like, it, isn't that the opening question or the final question in, in Brian Kelly's interview is, can we beat Nick? Like, no, I, I mean, that's all it comes down to. Is like I don't know. Do you think we got a shot to beat Nick Saban? So and 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 so that here's the thing. So like you said, like certainly you know some of these schools, LSU, you know they recruit themselves, or whatever. Alabama recruits itself more than anyone. So the, yeah. pro- the, the problem is that Nick Saban has so much cachet built up at Alabama that again, like as good as Brian Kelly is, and again Brian Kelly is an incredible recruiter, especially when you consider that Notre Dame has academic standards that are way higher than every other school basically in, in the country. So he's a great recruiter. But again, like when you, again, when you Nick Saban and you got the, the Pat Riley bag of rings that you drop on the table every time you go into recruits house, it's tough. I'll say this. Like I, I'll, I, I'll say, I think the best you can do for LSU is just to be as good as LSU has been. If that makes any sense. Because again, like, I don't think you're going to. What is a the- reasonable <laughs> expectation for an, Upper echelon, they are like. I mean, I think they're a top ten program. Probably close. Mm-hmm. They're probably closer to five than ten. Oh yeah. What sure. is if you're the president of that university mm-hmm. or the AD? I, I mean, mm-hmm. whoever has the power. What are you telling Brian Kelly? Your expect like what are your expect? What is your five year plan for Brian Kelly? Five year plan for Brian Kelly. Uh, one ship, probably, <laughs> probably two playoff appearances at least. Uh. No, like, probably, no, yeah. like, no, there are probably three like, playoff races now. No, are you saying you cannot lose X games of the season? You can't go eight and four. No, yeah, you can't go eight and four. Yeah, you can't, yeah, you can't go eight and four. You got to win a title. You can, you got to get in, you got to be in a playoff mix. Probably, I was going to say three out of five years, but probably four out of five. I mean, you're a really good team. Jesus. 
Um, no, I say you can't go eight. Like, if Brian Kelly goes eight and four, nine and three in his first two years at LSU, he's probably gonna get blown up. Well, he's not. Get, well, he's gets, gonna get paid too much. But I mean, like those boosters, are like yo, fam, like something gotta give. Yeah, like, no, that don't no, work. And, and that that's why. But I mean, for egomaniac coaches like this, this is the ultimate gamble. You're gambling on yourself and saying, mm-hmm. yo, like I, I don't know, like I, I, I mean, Brian Kelly had a great staff surrounding him. Like I, I don't know, like now he's saying, yo, like. Was it Notre? Was it the machine was it that me? like was, or, or was it me? And yeah. every time these coaches are going to say, "Yo, it's me. It's my yeah. program." Right. So I, I mean, like, I don't like I. It's just hard to like I don't know like say, "Yo, you got to beat Saban," and, and, and it seems like George ain't going nowhere. No, and, and and you have all the solid program. Well, considering everyone's going to the SEC now, like you yeah. have Oklahoma, like and. Like you have one of these teams that will always sneak in every year, whether it's an Auburn or an Oklahoma, I don't like, or like one of these teams just strikes lightning and mm-hmm. say, so you got to factor that in to say, yo, these are the forces I have to deal with. Is my program that good? Or am I, am I that damn good to say, yo, with all this stuff happening in like, I don't know the SEC, I think for Lincoln Riley, I, I, I mean, I think this was just, get out of Oklahoma and yeah. get my houses paid. I mean, like I, I think the decision for Lincoln Riley was a lot easier than Brian Kelly. Like, I don't know. I, you could have like, I, I mean, like, like Brian Kelly could have never could have been there for 10 more years, never sniffed the playoff, but was in that six, seven range every year. And I don't think like, I don't think the Notre, cause I think, I think more often, I think Notre Dame fans, I, I, I mean, they're, they're obnoxious at times, but I think they get the gist of the landscape. They ain't in the SEC. They're independent, so they're never going to get that rub. Right. But, yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, but now I'm just like, but now, I, I mean, this dude's saying, yo, like, I, but it's the coaches. It's the more. I want more. I want more money. I want, I, I want more prestige because, I, I mean, if, if Brian Kelly wins a national championship at LSU, I, I mean, like, He's going down as one, an all-time coach. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, that with, with Brian Kelly, is like, like you, you like you're in the mix now. Like you're literally in the mix. Well, you are. <laughs> Notre Dame is in the mix now. Like Notre Dame is in the hunt. You know, they're going to probably be in the the college football playoff. Uh, you know, when when it all kicks off this year, and he's still like, even with a team, an independent team <clears throat> in the mix like that, he's like, nah, man, I'm out. Like I'm good. Like I'm gonna take this SEC money and bounce. Um, but again, he was there for twelve years or eleven, whatever. Twelve. Yeah, 12 no, years. I mean, so, being somewhere for twelve years is pretty. It, like, yeah. is a lot. It's a lot. So, so a lot, I, a lot I, for coaches. I mean, yeah. Yeah, but I, I think, and I think people ask, "Is Notre Dame going to be fine?" It's Notre Dame. It's Notre Dame. I, I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, they like, have a down year too. It'll be fine. That's another school that kind of recruits itself, and yeah. like I don't know, like, and, and one, the standards there are like. I mean, be honest here. The academic standards are higher there. Period. I don't mm-hmm. know, like, and one like, but they get talent, and talent that and one, like, a lot of these guys probably weren't even like recruited, but they get developed. So right. I, I mean, I'm interested to see what this coach because, of course, I have all my friends just like I don't know Marcus Freeman. Never heard of Marcus Freeman from from Freeman McNeil before. So him. now I got to see Marcus <laughs> Freeman. Tommy Reese is an offensive coordinator. That was the last oh, time I geez. stopped watching college college football, for God's sake. Oh, man. <clears throat> no, but the thing is, like, you see a lot of this. Like, now, you know, you've seen these last week or so, you've seen a lot of big money thrown at these guys. And there's a lot of a lot of rumors. A lot of carry. That, 
You know what I'm saying? There's a lot, of, there's a lot of rumors that NFL guys might say, hey man, like let me go take some of this college money. I know people ask. No, about- I think that no, I think that's a good like if you're at Cliff Kingsbury mm-hmm. and like is and you're you were pretty successful. Like, I mean, crap, you had the best record in the NFL. But is there like is there a job is, that is better for Cliff King in Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury's mind than the coach of the Arizona Cardinals? In the NFL. I, to me, I think there's only one job that's better than Cliff Kingsbury's job. It ain't open. And it ain't okay, probably so going to yeah, so yeah. So it's like it's not what gonna you're be saying is there's no there's no reasonable college job that's better than any no 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 no, no 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 that's not what I said. I said I said if I'm Cliff Kingsbury, there's no job that's better for me. If I'm I don't know. Again, like, like if I'm the coach of the Jaguars, I'm not going to say Urban's per se, but if I'm coach of the Jaguars or if I'm, if I'm Dan Campbell and, and you ask me if, there, if there's a college job better than the job I have right now, I could probably name you a few. Because, again, like, I, yeah. I, I know the NFL is the top of the mountain, but, I mean, if you're the Lions coach, you're the Lions coach. I mean, it's like there's only, like there ain't a whole lot of – like that mountain ain't that big. Um, but if I'm Dan Campbell, it's like, yo, you can be the coach of the Detroit Lions or you could be the coach of LSU – I might take the LSU job, you know? I'm, yeah, I'm, no, I no, because I feel that's a, like, because one, like, it, I don't even think money's an issue because college coaches are getting paid more than NFL coaches. Yeah. I, I, I think it's, do you want the, the environment, the college environment, which there's a lot more, like, I don't know, like guidelines. You need, you need kids to pass classes. You need like, like, I don't know, like, you got to worry about these kids getting in trouble. Like, I, I mean, like, 18 year old kids are probably more prone to getting in trouble than 23 year old men. Yeah. So, I mean, that's another thing. You got to recruit. And, and, and I and think that's... it, yeah, no, like, I, but also you, you don't have a salary cap in college. Like, right. I don't know, like you have the endless budget to recruit. So I think there's a, I think, it, I think it's a more of a control thing. Cause I don't, cause mm-hmm. most coaches in the NFL don't buy the groceries. They're just mm-hmm. like, they, they just coach the crap out of that team. But I, I mean, in some cases, like you're an Urban Meyer. I, I, I mean, I still have no idea why, like, why he went to. I, <laughs> no, but I, I mean, like, like he is the kind of guy that belongs in college. Like, right. I don't know. Like, he is not an. Like, I mean, because he's gone this way, he did this way the entire time. Like, his methods don't work. Right. I, I mean, like that. And I think, and I think, a younger college coach would be more successful in the NFL than an older yeah. an older college coach coming into college yeah no, I, or no an I, older college I, coach coming into going the to the nfl yeah because yeah. again because yeah because if you're a college co- you know a college coach is the king of the kingdom i mean like, like you said they buy the groceries you know whatever they say is a law it is what it is i mean they can recruit 10 five-star dudes but you know they don't like a couple of those five-star dudes they'll just cut them they'll just, you know wait you know they take them on scholarship or whatever so it is what it is you know you bring in a free agent you got to play free agent so it's a little bit different Again, like you don't have the the final say in the NFL, um, but again, my segue into all this is maybe maybe there's a coach in Philadelphia who might be looking at one of those college jobs. If this doesn't work out in Philadelphia with the Eagles, one Nick Sirianni coming off a beautiful, impressive thirteen to seven loss to the New York Giants on Sunday, I still don't understand how. I don't, I'm not going to watch the game because that game was disgusting, but I still don't understand how this team lost that game. That game was there for the taking seven times, and they never bothered to take that game. But 
but that is I I tried to tell you that's what a bad team does. But I didn't think I, they were bad. No, no, but I think they're not good though. People, you know, people don't know, but I, I mean, I don't want to lay the blame to one person. There's only one reason why this team lost. This quarterback was awful, and and not all losses for me are created equal. Like this was a bad loss for the team. It was a bad loss for I don't know. Like I'm sorry, I gotta pull the report card out. I gotta take the white out and say, yo, I thought I passed you, but no, we need an extra. We need you need extra credit. So last time we were on these airwaves, we said maybe I said I don't I think you said it, but I'm gonna say I know I said that I had passed given Jalen Hurts a passing grade um for this, you know, for this year, this this you know marking year or marking period or whatever like that. But the grades are not in, the grades were not finalized. We did not put the grades in the computer. So we went in the computer and said, Hey man, like I know I gave you like an I don't know, a 79 or whatever. We're gonna have to knock this back. We gotta knock this down because 14 to 31 for 129 yards and three interceptions. Nate, that ain't it. When the Giants came out after the game and said, Yo, we wanted to make this dude throw the ball. Like we wanted them to throw the ball because again, we knew if they threw the ball, we would win this game. This is a Giants team that had two two guys in their secondary out before the game and had two guys get hurt during the game. And you still getting thrown on those these dudes. Like, I don't understand. Like I know it's ebbs and flows and like you said, divisional games and things like that. No, I don't, no, I don't understand no, how you look no. this bad. No, there was one reason, boy. The quarterback was sucked. He, like and, and people can say, oh, the gameplay. The gameplay was not great at the beginning. You guess what? They ran for 200 yards. I don't like I no. And I this is where I struggle with this Eagles. What the point of this Eagles season is for? Is I saw Brian Baldinger said, "Yo, you should have run every. You should have run on every play until they stop." And coming from him, I I respect that. But at some point, don't you need to see if this dude can play? Like I don't know. Like and and if you're a coach, like you can't you can't soul you can't like this is not a team like like where the soul like the important the most important. Goal of this season is to find out if Jalen Hurts can play. Sorry, it's not it's not wins or losses. Like I don't know. Like God bless the vets on this team. Now you need to find out if this quarterback can play. Like no, is worth bringing back for a next season because after that game, I, I mean, it, if you are giving a quarterback and I'll say it, an elite offensive line because it's elite. Like it, it's a top five offensive line. Do the do do the skill position players kind of. Stink, yeah. But if you said to me, I'm going to give a, a, like a, a young quarterback an elite running, uh, an elite O-line, 200 rushing yards, and you still score seven points, I'll be like, get him out of here. Because, <laughs> no, I, I mean, like, uh, most young quarterbacks get a lot worse. Right. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I mean, like, we got to stop saying, oh, it's a play call. No. No, it ain't the play call. Like, I, I mean, at some point, you're you need your – this quarterback to make remedial throws. And I keep saying remedial and it's week 13 and he still is staring guys down. Like, I like, and I sent you that week. I sent you the weakness scouting report, Roy. And a lot of the stuff that was a weakness when he got drafted, he still has, 
And, and like, did mm-hmm. he get better in that three-week period? Yeah. But, he, like, he – everything. And for a guy like Hurts, with his physical, like, limitations with his arm, he can't be staring down. Like, you can't have both. Like, I don't know. That's just a formula for disaster. So, my retort to you is, do you trust him to improve on some of these? Because time's running out for this semester. It is. Mm-hmm. Well, all right. So let me let me before I answer that question, let me circle back to your point that you made the the Brian Baldinger thing, because again, everybody on Twitter was making the same point. Like I made it. I know Danny Pommel from NBC Sports Philly. He made it. Like there was a point in the game where you're like, "Yo, just run the ball." Like I'm tired of seeing this trash pass offense, like in passing offense. Just run the ball, because again, running the ball was working. So just run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. Your response to that was, you know, was saying, "Hey, you know, like you want to see Jalen Hurts, you know, as a passer, because again, that's the most important thing." But you know how this works. Like once you're in the game, once you're caught up in the game, once you're in the mix, it's a very winnable game. I know you want to see Jalen Hurts' evolution as a passer, but if it's a one-score game and it's a very winnable game, you're like, look, man, just do whatever it takes to win today, and then we'll figure out the Jalen Hurts thing. No, but it, no, but it, is that it, is that good for a quarterback psyche? We're saying, yo, we don't trust you to do anything. We're just going to run the ball. You got to once you're in the game, you got to win. You got to win the game. Like, you no, have but, to win. It, the game. No, but, but are, is, are you okay with telling Jalen that? Uh, he's, he's going to have to be okay with it. Like it, it is okay. what it is. Like, like it is what it like, again, if, if that breaks your psyche, it's like, yo brother, you having a bad game. We're going to take the ball out of your hands and give it to this, give it to these dudes. Like, we'll, you know, get it, get it, get them next week champ. Like okay. <laughs> basically that's what you're saying. He's gotta be, he's gotta be fine with that. Again, we, I mean, we've seen it before. Like we've seen it, you know, we've seen it happen before. And we've seen quarterbacks get benched. Like I'm not saying bench him, but I'm saying like, we've seen quarterbacks, you know, get told by their coaches. Hey man, Today, today ain't your day. You still my guy. Like I love you, but like today ain't it. So we'll figure it out next week. You got it. Like like on Sunday, I think they probably should have done that. Because again, like yeah, I said, no, you I, saw no, what happened. I, no, I see that. And like I don't know, there are fifty-two other guys on that team. So you're yeah. trying to win for the team. Right. I think that I know maybe he has a little birdie in his ear. I don't know. Like I don't know. Like saying, I know you don't want to win this. I know you want to win this game, but we need to like. I, I mean, there has to be someone in his ear saying, yo, let's try to win this game and let's let's see if we can, like, I don't, like, because I, it's the, it's the million dollar question. Can you try to win games and develop a quarterback? That, like you said, that's a million dollar question. I, ideally, the end, ideal in the perfect world, <clears throat> the answer is yes. It wasn't yes on Sunday, because again, like, you know, like you would want, your quarterback to develop and make the right reads and right plays like during that game on because they, they were there. I mean, there were, I mean, there were plays to be made there. Like you say, remedial plays. There were some remedial plays. There were some, you know, two hundred level plays that were there. Uh, we can kind of go back and forth on that. That the the non touchdown pass to Devonte Smith that could have been a touchdown pass that went to Jalen regularly dropped or whatever. We can kind of go back and forth on that. You know, like that's a throw he probably should he probably should have made should have been able to make. But instead, he made a decent throw to Jalen Rager, who just dropped it. So, again, I don't even know how to grade that because it was a, not a great decision that turned out, well, that should have been okay, but that wasn't okay through no fault of his own. So, it was just a wild day. I, was, I mean, for the day, obviously, he, has, he gets a failing grade. And like you said, can he be the guy? Like, like, they, do you drop him a grade after this? I mean, I think you have to. Like, I, think, I think you have more questions than answers now. No, um, no, I think now is what, like, are – for the rest of the season, can you try to win as many games as you can? And I, I mean, games are going to get tougher. 
I, I mean, like, you got division games. Like, I don't know. You got a bunch of division games. Do you, like, can you say to your team, can you honestly say to your team, we will do everything in our power to win this game? What do you, what do you mean by that? No, no. Can, can Sirianni say, not having anyone in his ear saying, mm-hmm. yo, regardless of what we're trying to do with Jalen Hurts, we will do everything in our power to win this game. Can he say that with a straight face? That's a good. I, I, I don't. <laughs> I don't know how to answer that question. Like, I'll say this. Ask no, me that, but ask no, me, well, but ask me that question next week. But I think. Ask me that question next week. Stuttering. But I think the stuttering is you're having doubts about Jalen Hurts okay. about like being a functional quarterback. Like I, I mean, because I like. Do you trust this guy against a, a, a like an ascending Washington team to like say yeah cut loose or not? No, 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 no. The, and that's a bigger problem is they haven't asked him to cut loose in six weeks. No. Like no. they they like and you, I need I need more, man. Like I like and and I mean there are there are rumors that a certain quarterback would be willing to like I don't know, wave his no trade clause. Like I don't know. Like all this comes back to the more bad Jalen Hurts plays, the more likely Howie Roseman keeps the GMs of the Texans in his phone, the Seahawks, like, because I, I mean, people, I, I know this is a shock, but I think people got a little overboard the last couple of weeks. Say, Jalen Hurts is like, I don't know, play, no, he, like, I, I don't like. If you watch the season in totality, not just the last three weeks, I, I mean, I think someone put, like, I think it might have been like Kensky, put like a stock up and a stock down for each game. I think, I think in eleven games, get four good games. Four bad games and three, like I don't know, like I don't know, like even. Mm-hmm. What is that like? What does that tell? Do you have any better understanding on on what this guy is? No. Well, I'll 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 say this. I think. Well, I'll, I'll say this. I think his floor is a little bit higher than we thought it was at the end of last season. But I don't know what that means. <laughs> like, like, I don't know if that tells you anything. I don't know what a ceiling. But is. I think a ceiling. But you know what? I think a ceiling's lower too. And, well, let me, let me ask. So, at the end of last season, again, did you think his ceiling was fairly high? No. I, and, and now I think it's lower than that. You think it's lower than that? That's what I'm saying. Because like, I don't think I, I don't think I, I don't think I, I bang, I bang him down a little bit. But I'm I, not gonna, I don't bang his know, ceiling it, up. So. It's the physical stuff that I am surprised. I had no idea his arm was below average. This guy, he's got below average arm. I don't know. Like, I, I mean, I there's 11 weeks of throws to see. Like, have you ever said Jalen Roach threw it on a rope? This he just does not. I don't want, like. I'll say it, but I mean, like, I don't. You know what I mean when I say it? Like, he's just not doesn't have the NFL accuracy. Like, he just does. It's not there. No, no. Wait, he doesn't have an arm. He doesn't have that. Like, I I'm gonna ask you periodically every day for the rest of our life. Other than his legs, because right now he's <laughs> a running back playing quarterback. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, like, uh, like this, this. I'd say this is worse than Lamar Jackson rookie season. Oh, 100%. like, 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 and no. And I think we, as a collective, over overestimated his 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 prerequisites. Like, you, we thought Lincoln Riley. Like, obviously, he ain't he ain't gonna show Joey. B, like, I don't know, like. Like Joey Seacrest, like I don't know, oh, like quarterback, <laughs> upcoming quarterback from USC, a Jalen Hurts pitcher. That's not like no, he'll show Baker. Or like 
we thought that being an adult, but it shows he's a good college quarterback. Mm-hmm. Dudes were throwing guys are running butt naked open in, in, in the big, especially in the Big Twelve. Good grief! Yeah, yeah, no, no defense in the Big Twelve, but like he doesn't have you know NFL accuracy. He doesn't have NFL anticipation. He doesn't have a big time NFL arm. And again, you need at least well, two of those. Well, <laughs> like, you need two no, of like, those. No, no, I like and people always say like the third year is, or the off season between your second and third year is the biggest thing, like your career. Like it's basically right. make or break, right. but knowing these limitations and what we just said that he needs accuracy. He's never, he's not going to get a new arm. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I mean, he's not going to get a bionic arm. Right. Do you, can you like, and this is another age old question is, can you develop accuracy? And I, am of the proponent is I don't think you can improve it enough. Like, I, and, and, like, I don't, because hmm. like, or anticipation, like, I don't like, you can run 14 million reps in like with Quincy. Like, I don't know that, 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 that coach Quincy. And like, you can't just recreate anticipation. I think that's just one of these things that you just have. Yeah. Like, yeah, you can't teach anticipation. Like you can't, <laughs> like, like, it's, like, it's, like you could, you can't teach it. Like it's not, it's just one of those things. Where like, like, like it is what it is. Like some guys have and some guys don't. And, you know, like we've seen. You know, because again, we we saw with 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 uh, with Carson Wentz. I mean, like he would throw it. You know, to certain dudes because he trusted those dudes. But again, with some other dudes, he was like, "Yeah, man, I'm like they got to be open, open for me to throw it to him." We can't. You can't. I don't think that gets markedly better with this dude. And that kind of concerns me because again, you have got like. Again, let's go back to that Jalen, the the, uh, the Devontae Smith throw, like the end zone throw, because he probably should have threw the ball to Devontae Smith. Devontae <laughs> Smith, he wasn't butt naked open. He was open no, enough. No, but, no, but I think that's his, <laughs> like that, like I, I think his propensity, like his fear not to throw interceptions is preventing him to throw these, inter- is, is right. forcing him to throw, because there is your first, second, and third read on the last play of a game. Uh, on on the last play to win a game should be the Devontae Smith. It should yeah. be the Devontae Smith. You should li- you should force it to, to him, like right. and trust that he is going to get open enough. And I think this is where his limitations as with like the margin for error on a Jalen Hurts throw is very small. Yes. Yeah. No. 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 I agree. And you're and you're right. Like if if this is the if, like we're at the end of the game. And I'm like, yo, we need a touchdown to to win the game. I would throw, I, I would if if you throw it if you throw it to Devontae Smith and you throw a good pass and for whatever reason it gets picked off or whatever like that, I can live with that. Like that's fine. Like yeah. I can live, I can live with that outcome because it's like you know what, you threw to a dude like you said, yo, it's time to make a play. I'm gonna make a play, and then for whatever reason, you know, maybe it's your fault, maybe it wasn't. Like it gets picked <laughs> off. So I can say, you know what, it's like you trusted your dude enough to try to make a play at the end of the game. Yes, I get it. You didn't trust him enough, or maybe you didn't trust yourself enough. No, no, I think that's like I think that's it. I think Jalen, like I don't know, just doesn't have like supreme confidence in his in his toolbox. Like, Mm -hmm. and I don't know how you get confidence. Like, I don't know. Yeah, like I don't know. Like, like, no, I think (laughs) we're at like, like, will he look great against the Jets? And like, sorry, like I don't know. Unless, no, I don't think. I don't think my opinion. I mean, other than if he goes Peterman, like, I don't know. Well, like, I, I mean, the Jets are a doormat. I, I mean, right. you, you should, 
Like, if you look great against them, congratulations, pal. <laughs> like, I, I mean, but the bye is really the key. Like, I know, like you got four division games, four. Yep. Team, for teams that are playing for something, I mean, the Cowboys will be playing for maybe, like, I don't know, like uh, like a home game. And, like, yeah. crap, Washington might be playing for a playoff spot. And, like, I don't know, the Giants, like, don't be paying hard just because. Like, I, I mean, you need to – you need to show, like, I don't know, like – and I don't even know tangibly. Like, you, you can't just say, oh, give me six touchdowns. Well, one, he hasn't thrown touchdowns. Like, I don't know. You need to pass the eye test for me, man. Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, like – like, and he got rattled. Like, I mean, like, there were just some, like, he still can't throw slants. Slants. Like, a okay, five-yard yeah. slant. Yeah, there was, there were a couple, there were a couple instances, instances where, you know, five-yard slant, you know, would have made a difference between, you know, a, a drive that ended early and possibly a scoring yes. drive. No, he I think there was one plays. more, like, I, I mean, was it a bad, like, on a fourth down? I mean, do you want to throw to Jalen Rager yet? No. But, I mean, <laughs> if you throw Rager, like, a half-decent slant, he probably catches that. Like, I, like I, I know people want to double Jalen Rager, and he's pretty pretty useless at this point. But it comes back to the quarterback, man. If we're going to, like, give him flowers for, like, I don't know, like, deking some dude. And I love deeks, but I don't care if my quarterback deeks some dude. I need my quarterback to throw touchdowns in the pocket. So I hate to say I'm agreeing with Joe Banner, but, I mean, like – like we, like, and I need to like just get. And if you're gonna just show show me some inclination that it will get better, because right now I don't know if it'll get better. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. Like, like again, like we haven't. That's why I said I said ask me next week after the Jets, because if it looks bad against the Jets, I'm like, all right, maybe it's not, it's not going to get better. If it looks good against the, if it looks if it looks good against the Jets, I'm like, all right, that'll buy me two more weeks before I can make a decision. But <laughs> so yeah, so I don't but, know the like, answer to that. But right now. You have not made your decision on whether Jalen Hurts should be the quarterback next year. Yeah, I'm, you know, I, I am going on record now officially and saying I am not – I mean, for the purposes of this show, we will do it every week. But for the purposes of me in my life, I will not officially make a decision on Jalen Hurts until the end of the Week 18 game against the Dallas Cowboys. I I'm think done. that's good. Yeah, like I'm done. We're not doing it. I have made the decision, however, on this Eagles defense and their lack of sacks because, again, you're paying these dudes a lot of money to not get sacks – no one, sure no, 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 oh, it's Jonathan Gannon. It's Jonathan, Jonathan Gannon ain't got nothing to do with these sacks. None. No. Beat your man. Get, get past your man. Do a little swim move. I've seen Reggie White do it a bunch of times. A little swim move, a little spin move. You had you got one sack. One sack but it wasn't a, it wasn't a real sack. Daniel Jones gave himself up. Daniel Jones gave himself up at the end of the game. So so right before they, they gave the ball back to you. That wasn't a real, a real sack. You ain't get you got this no real sacks. This guy turns the ball over. I'm still reeling from from getting from this bozo getting sacked twice in a row two weeks ago. You couldn't <laughs> get a real sack on him, and this guy turns the ball over like it's candy. You couldn't turn him over. As there was a uh, before the game, there was a uh, <gasps> DraftKings had the whole you know the single game parlay, and one of the things was you know is there going to be a fumble? I was like, oh man, like I can't click yes fast enough on this one because I know Daniel Jones is going to give one up. Daniel Jones didn't give one up because he didn't get touched. He didn't sack the man with the ball in his hand. He can't fumble the ball if you don't touch him, Fletcher Cox. Or, well, just Javon, no. For me, it's <laughs> Javon Hargrave because this dude started out a ball of fire. All, all pro, they said. 
He hasn't had a sack in seven weeks. Brian Kerrigan had one tackle against the Giants. First time he's been on a stat sheet in weeks. What, where are you at, brother? Again, you thought I thought with Brandon Graham out, you know, maybe you know some of these other guys might step up a little bit. No, 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 no. Derek Barnett's like the bias Harris. Like he can't step up. Like he's yeah, no. incapable. No, and it's 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 almost a crazy thing to say. I think the secondary's been bailing out the, the defensive line because yeah. the secondary's been playing decent. No, secondary's been playing. This is really crazy. Well. This yeah, is no. crazy. <laughs> yeah, like this is like we're we're not used to the secondary bailing out. Uh, the defensive line on this team. That doesn't you can, happen. You can argue that the linebackers are playing better than the defensive line. Linebackers actually haven't been well. They weren't. They were pretty good on on Sunday at least. I mean, they haven't been bad. I mean, they you know they were able no. to you know good actually a pretty decent game all, all things considered by Alex Singleton by again, far the most disappointing unit on the team this season. Yeah, by far, absolutely by far. But despite all that, your Eagles still in the playoff hunt. No, at five and, at five and seven, they're currently eleventh. In the NFC, uh, the four teams immediately ahead of them for that seventh spot were all five and six: the uh, Washington, Minnesota, Atlanta, and New Orleans. Eagles got a tiebreaker, got the tiebreaker over a couple of those teams. Twenty-nine point three percent chance to make the postseason. Chris Domingo with the Jets on the horizon. Are the Eagles going to make it? No, 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 absolutely no. I don't. No, I don't. They just they, they lost to like. A, a dead fish giants team like i like and are are they going to beat washington at all do you trust them to beat washington once you asked me before are they going to sweep a team and i said they'll sweep a team in this division and i thought that a team was the giants um they are obviously not going to sweep the giants this year so can they be can they sweep the can they well can they sweep the well they won't sweep washington can they win a game against washington they have to. Like, like you have to win one of these two. Like, you don't have a choice. I, no, I, no, you, I'm, I'm yeah. Two weeks ago, people had the rose, the green, Kelly green color glasses. They were like, oh, man, oh, we're going to sweep the giant. Like, but I, I think the NFL is such a week-to-week thing. And especially with this quarterback, man, like, you don't know what you're getting every week. You don't. I, I mean, like, you can run the ball for 300 damn yards. And – at some point, this a defense is going to say no. We're going to put eleven in the box. We're going to get more. You know, we'll put twelve men on the field before we get a penalty. You will have to beat it. No, like the like like the DB, the Giants cornerback said. He's like, yo, we dared him, and he couldn't mm-hmm. do it. You don't think that like every, not that it wasn't the game plan before, but now I mean before they didn't think the Eagles running game was strong enough to take it out. But now, since the Eagles are running for 200 yards a game, they're going to be like, now, nah, crowd the box. Yeah. Play, play, play press man on these. On, no, and like, but I, I mean, like, it, it, it'd be, it'd be full, it, it'd be wrong not to point out other flaw, like other guys screwing up, like Greg Ward. Like, why, like, I, I mean, if Greg Ward can't beat out Jalen Stinkin Rager for, cut him. Like, I don't know, he's, he's worth it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Greg Ward drops a touchdown pass. Jalen Rager drops two potential touchdown passes in the game. This is a whole team effort. Nate Herbig, I mean, Nate Herbig, like I don't know, with, with like a, 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 a like a touchdown, like they shot whole, them, they collectively shot themselves in the foot. Whole and, team effort. But, but that's what bad te- like that like that's what young bad teams do. And yeah. I and that's that will just be like I but 
this is not this week is not the, is the exception because the Jets aren't an are a borderline NFL. Yeah, like I like I like I. That's why I said like I, I don't know if the Eagles are good, but they're better than the bad teams. But they weren't better than the bad teams on Sunday. Hopefully, they're better than the bad team on this Sunday. Uh, Eagles, Jets, uh, the Eagles at the Jets at MetLife Stadium. The Jets are three and eight, fresh off the twenty-one to fourteen win over the uh, the Texans in a game that was not pretty at all. Um, Jalen Hurts is going to play, even though his ankle's a little a little banged up. Jordan Howard's still out. Jason Kelsey, TBD uh, with a knee injury. No Corey Davis probably for the Jets. His groin injury might cause him to miss a second straight game. Eagles are seven-point favorites. If the Eagles have any heart, any, any desire, and 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 play up to like 75% of the talent, um, they should cover that seven easy. Again, like you said, the Jets, not a very good football team, and they're probably going to miss their best wide receiver. Um, so you should pounce on these Jets, and you should win this game, and the Eagles should be six and seven. We can agree on this, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. That's fair, that's fair enough. All right. There's so. no, there's no way that they lose this game, right? I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't. This see same, it. This, this is the is same it. team no, that beat no. the Titans and and the Bengals. I know. I know. The NFL's weird. I don't see it. I don't see this one. I think the Eagles. We think the Eagles are going to win and go to six and seven. Still, been the playoff hunt uh, for the NFC. Um, really quick before we move off to the NFL, Antonio Brown was among three players who was who were suspended for three games for violating the league's, league's COVID protocols. I don't know what the other two guys did, but I know what Antonio Brown did. He had a fake vaccine card. Um, apparently, faking your vaccine card to the NFL only gets you a three-game suspension. I think that's a little light, but I mean, and, uh, and what Josh, it is. can we please for 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 the, for the people at for the millions at home listening? Explain what the difference is between what Aaron Rodgers did and what Antonio Brown did. So yes, yeah, so <laughs> because because yeah. I think people are not registering that 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 playing the media is not like a federal offense, but like I don't know, going to like Kinkos and laminating that some bitch, and like I don't know, like like putting like the like the vaccine, like I mean, just get the vaccine if you went through all that <laughs> trouble, or just pay your chef. Like, I mean, like, and we gotta, and, you know, we got to stop giving Antonio Brown, like, I don't know, chances, man. Like, I joke about, yeah, like, Josh yeah, Gordon no. getting chances, but, like, he, like, I, I mean, he seemed like, like, a, like a decent dude that's had some demons. Antonio right. Brown is scum. And he's not a good, he's not a he good dude. Proven, yeah. No, and he has proven time and time again, like, I don't know. And the only reason why he's in the league is because of his boy Brady. Like, if it weren't for Tom Brady caping for this guy, he'd not be in the league. And maybe at some point, Tommy will just say, you know what, Antonio, we're not friends anymore. You're not allowed to play. There's no, I mean, this is crap, man. Like, I mean, you can't, like, you can't be doing this. <laughs> yeah, so so Aaron Rodgers, you know, told the media that he was immunized, you know, against COVID-19. And people assumed that, you know, he was vaccinated at the time. I think, again, the NFL had an investigation, and it looks like, for the most part, you know, he was compliant with wearing masks and things like that within the Packers facility, <laughs> at least as far as we know. Antonio Brown got a fake vaccine card from his <laughs> chef, paid 500 bucks for this fake vaccine card, turned it into the league, like turned it into his team. He like, could have used hands. that money to pay his chef. It's like, turn, it's like, turn it into the league. He's like, yo, brother, I'm good. You know, I'm not, you know, I'm vaccinated. Here's my card. Here's my official document that has official government, you know, information on it. That's what you he know. says. Call God. Yeah. And, and then, yeah. And then, um, you know, he gets found out about this. And gets popped lying that you're not vaccinated, that you're vaccinated is, is is way worse than what, what Aaron Rodgers did. Like you said, like this dude is just not a good dude. 
He's just not a good dude. And it's not like I'm sure. Well, if any if any Tampa Bay reporter, I don't want to call anybody out, but if any Tampa Bay reporter is worth their salt, they will call up TV 12. I'm like, yo, man, turn that Freddie Gibbs song off and tell me what happened with your boy in the spit vaccine card. All right. Because again, this is your man's, and you had him living with you in your house, and that's your man's. And now he's had a fake vaccine card, and now he's walking around the facility like all year unvaccinated, and you guys had no idea. Talk, what's up with your and, boy? No, no, and he got COVID. And like, and, I mean, yeah. like that, like, 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 this is what just, is just mind numbing to me is all these dudes that, like, I don't know, are screaming, oh, I wasn't, like, I'm not vaccinated. Guess what happened? They got COVID. Like Joe Flacco, literally, like a week after, like I don't like no, I, I think he was a close contact guy, but like he still missed games, yeah. and that's the point of this. Is <laughs> I don't know how many times you can say this. Like, is it possible that you will get COVID if you're vaccinated? Yes. Yes. There, I mean, you're there, so chance. Will you not suffer the same symptoms and protocols? Will you like I don't know more likely be out less time? That's an emphatic yes. You will be out less. Will you have less of a chance to spread it to other people? Yes. Again, if, if Antonio Brown just wants to be selfish and not get the shot, that's fine. Don't get the shot or whatever like that. But don't lie to everybody and walk around like you have it when you don't, because that's what. Yes! <laughs> no, there's not a rule to say you you should be vaccinated. Like I don't know. Like I don't know. You shouldn't just said no. Like I don't know. You. You should have just said whatever I just said. I'm immunized. Right. Or just be like Carson Wentz and just walk around the facility with your mask. And but no, like, AB didn't even want to do that. He wanted yeah. to just, like, I don't know, pump his Mr. Big Chest and, like, I don't know, <laughs> like, spread his big germs. No, I mean, that's just, but that's yeah. like, that's, dude, that's the game. If you don't want to get vaccinated, you got to you gotta go through 800 of these protocols and deal with it. Yeah. If you don't want to deal with it, simple question. You get vaccinated. But that's like the. But this is like if I'm his teammate, though. I mean, like this is disingenuous because my man was in those wide receiver rooms with those other dudes, you know, unvaccinated, and they thought he was vaccinated. And again, like they like you know they could have caught COVID from him or whatever. Like you like that just shows me you don't care about your teammates because again you're putting them at risk. Oh, but none of this is surprising because it's Antonio. Remember, like people just because. I mean, I just feel like, I don't know, people's memories are just warped at this point. Remember all that nonsense he was doing in Pittsburgh? Well, Pittsburgh, oh, yeah. then Oakland? Yeah. Uh, this, dude, this dude's a clown. I'll say it. No, no, <laughs> no, the only guy, the only guy he has left on that team that that's, that that has his back is, unfortunately, the most important guy. Right, exactly. Yeah. Like, if Tom, if Tom has your back, then nothing else really matters. Because, again, like, no, no one's going to come out no, of the No, but you're right. Someone needs to press the GOAT. And say we know you're the goat, but you need to explain your ungoat decision of supporting <laughs> this clown. Yeah, no, I mean, like, because that no, that's that's an important question because Antonio Brown is Tom Brady is the reason why Antonio Brown is is on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Period. Right, right. And, and granted, look, Antonio Brown helped them win a title last year. I get it. Like you know, like whatever the move that Tom, Tom, that Tom Brady helped you know help make last year. Is a, is a reason why they won a title. I get it, but when your guy's a clown and this clown behavior <laughs> other people at risk, then you got to call them out. I mean, it is what it is. Um, speaking of calling people out, we got like four minutes left. Speaking of calling people out, we got to talk about these Sixers because again, you and I have had these conversations, and now, the, well, the internet's had these conversations as well. But are we sure about one Glenn Doc Rivers, and are we sure about one Tobias F. Harris? I think we're more sure about Tobias Harris. 
Are we sure about these dudes? Like, are these dudes sure about of, sure about uh, what? No, like, pieces of like, championship are, teams. Oh, no, I, I mean, like, and Tobias Harris should should cash his check every two weeks happily because he was not the one stupid enough to give him a max deal. That was who was that? Elton Brand or oh, no, no, Elton Brand oh, maybe? Yes. Yeah, yeah, and, and and Brett Brown. So thanks, guys. No, I, I mean nothing. It's it's rare that I am surprised by anything that happens with the Sixers anymore. But everyone, like everyone who knew Ball, online quote knew like knows that Tobias Harris. Like I think there was this hope, emphasis on hope that he it, it, in the Simmons thing he would like no he's a leader, but you need your leaders like what I I don't know like is and we we said last year is it possible to even is for Tobias Harris to be play be as good as last year's Tobias Harris? I didn't, I didn't like. I wondered if that was sustainable. We found out it's not sustainable. He's mm-hmm. back to, he's back to. I, I don't know. Reg- like this is a regression from last year. Like I, I I think on another in another situation, people would just say, "Oh, it's Tobias Harris." I, I mean, this is what he does. But there's an emphasis on. I don't know. Like he's getting the rock more. He like he like he's more in isolation. Like he's more mm-hmm. in like one on one situations. But we knew Tobias Harris wasn't a one on one guy. Right. But uh, the circumstances have lent itself to say, oh, he needs to be like. And you can blame the player for maxing out, but you also got to blame the team for making him put him in this spot. Like I don't. Did, did Tobias Harris say, yeah, let's just have one of our best players sit out twenty games? While you guys like I don't know like play this like I don't know like let's play a game of like let's see who 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 gets desperate first that, like that's not Tobias Harris's fault that's Daryl Morris and Doc Rivers' fault. No, that's that's a good point. And and just to kind of you know dovetail on that, like so we you know because we had discussions before is like you know is Tobias Harris you know a consistent enough number three option you know in the NBA? Yes, no. You know you can kind of debate that. He's completely miscast as a number two guy, but he has to be a number two guy because as you mentioned. Yeah. The whole Ben Simmons situation. So, like, it's not a surprise that Tobias Harris isn't, you know, stepping up and being the number two option on this team that we want him to be, because that's just not who he is. Um, but yeah, you're right. So, so, so yeah, it's a little bit of yeah, Tobias. <clears throat> excuse me, Tobias not stepping up and being that guy. But again, we knew he was that he wasn't that guy. So it's really on Daryl Morey and Doc Rivers and whoever else is making the decision to say, hey, man. So you expect Tobias Harris to be breaking dudes down, you know, off the dribble and scoring 23 points a game or whatever. Like, he ain't going to do that. Like, he's never going to do that, um, which means you got to figure out this whole Ben Simmons situation. It, com- it, it, comes, it just comes back to that, Roy. Like, I, I just have a hard time, like, I don't know, devoting, devoting time until this situation. Like, I mean, like, it, yeah. like I think they over – they outshot – they outkicked their coverage at the beginning of the season. Like, that was not sustainable, what they were doing at the beginning no. of the season. Then everyone got COVID. Then everything got everything normalized, and now you're just recovering from COVID. Like, I think the answer. I think I th- some writer. I think it was Pompey saying, "What is the Sixers team?" I think it's somewhere in the middle. Is it's not this bad where you're scoring 80 points against like the Celtics, but you're also not like I don't know like beating like I don't know like elite teams. Like I like I I think it's somewhere in the middle, and I think that's a five, six seed, maybe a four. Yeah, no, I'm saying like four if you get lucky, but again, the class of this league, you know, the class of the conference, 
you know, the Miamis, the Brooklyn's, the Milwaukee's. They're clearly better than you. You know, you're in that mix with the Chicago's and Washington's and Atlanta's, you know, those teams in the mix, like that and Charlotte. I mean, those are the teams that, that you're in the mix for. So you're, you're probably like a five or six seed, you know, four if everything breaks right. But again, what does that mean? You know, come playoff time, you know, if you have to go to Miami, you know, you know on a road to Miami or go on a road to Milwaukee. So it's going to be a very long season uh, for these Sixers. Hopefully the whole Ben Simmons stuff gets resolved pretty quickly. But we are out of here. We will talk more Ben Simmons and more Eagles next week here. Same bat time, same bat channel. But until then, we are out of here. Mr. Domingo, take us out, please. Have a great weekend, everyone. See you guys. As a student, you shape your own story. At Catholic University of America, inspiration for your story is everywhere and comes in many forms. From innovative scientific research to scholarly explorations of what it means to be human. Write your story at Catholic University. Visit catholic.edu.